welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 101, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back after our long summer hiatus, continuing our season one commentary series. And we're joined once again uh, by everyone's favorite guest host, Ginny. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're covering 119 Deus Ex Machina, uh, everyone's favorite lock episode, right? Yes. What? After walkabout. After walkabout. Well, uh, it's been a while since we uh, have been podcasting. Uh, you know, we we took the sort of summer off like Lost would do, and now we're back in the fall. But uh, we've been getting so many incessant emails, and, you know, the, the internets have been shutting down with clamor for us to get back on the airwaves, so... We decided to, uh, you know, meet the demand. Uh, you but, asked for you know, it, we're going to deliver. Exactly. Even if we're a little late delivering. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know very so lost-esque for you to uh, wait until nobody cares anymore and then deliver. Right? We'll finally get there when no one wants to know. <laughs> but then it turns out the package is empty. Yeah. Ooh. Well, just wait. Next next podcast, we have time travel, so that'll be awesome. There you go. That'll save I it. I can't wait. <laughs> um, so I feel a little rusty uh, in my lost podcasting. So uh, you know, there's all those details swarming swarming around my head. Uh, with uh, season one up until this point, have been kind of uh, forgotten. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, yeah, we had been maintaining a pretty strict schedule before this, and so I had a pretty clear picture of season one in my mind. Um, but it, I haven't actually, well, that's not quite true. But for the most part, I haven't really watched much Lost since uh, the last podcast. So I, um, I don't remember exactly where we were. I guess I can guess based on what I know season one is about, but um, I, I don't specifically remember a lot of stuff from where we left off so i'll have yeah. to uh catch up with the previously on loss and stuff but i will say that uh this episode um i would say after after raised by another uh this episode was key for me i think in getting me interested in the show um i i really latched on to some of the stuff that happens in this episode as being incredibly important um in terms of the overall story. And uh I'm laughing know. for no reason. <laughs> we all know how that turned out. Uh yeah. it's just too bad. But uh I don't know. I'm I'm wanting to stand by it. It's still good to some extent. You know, we'll see how it holds up. Um I'm not really sure what to expect actually. Mhm. It'll be uh it'll be interesting to see, uh the main thing the main thing I the main thing that really got to me about it was the was the ending. With the uh Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, jeez. <laughs> I'm assuming we're we've all seen Lost before and... Well that's one hell of an assumption, sir. You know what they say when you assume. Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't want to give no, it away. No, do, do you know what they say? Because I don't remember. I, I, it's something, um, something about um, you. Something yeah, about you. yeah, something about you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm interested to see this episode again. This is definitely one of my uh, favorites of season one. Uh, uh, we're just coming off of 
uh, the last podcast being Numbers, which is another big season one favorite. So uh, this is the, the, the one-two punch, you know, of season one, maybe. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a big <clears throat> high point for, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. for I mean, the season. This is the episode where we uh, where we meet Desmond, except not quite. Not quite. Not quite. We would have. We would have if we were like ten feet lower. We would have met mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Attempting <laughs> suicide. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, you're right. Which I very well could be. I never actually watched season one. I'm just winging it. <laughs> you're doing a good job so far. Thanks. Um. All right. Well, you guys ready to jump into it? I think so. Let's just uh, get queued up here. All right. Yeah, we're ready. All righty. Everybody, get your uh, media players ready. We'll sync up and uh, watch Deus Ex Machina. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Previously on Lost. You neglected to tell us about your condition. Did you see this um, article in um, in the Times about um, how how there's uh, these tour companies that are catering and um, adventure tours for people with various disabilities? I'm supposed to do this. I missed that one. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought of Locke. Instantly. I'm pretty sure they ripped it off. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, there's a need for this. Mm Mm-hmm. What's that? That was a pretty short previously on Lost. It It was was really short. Just about (laughs) Lost. That's the only thing that's relevant to Walkabout. He wanted to go to Walkabout, and they're just going to open the hatch. That was about it. Well, you start with all these parts off the board. I remember this really bugged me, but he was like, oh, Mousetrap's my favorite game. Yeah, right? It was the worst game there, right? Yeah, it just seems so lame. <laughs> After his well, he's, 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 he's just not a guy who's good at planning elaborate traps that end up working, you Very know? Um, so, I, it was not quite... I like the idea, but it was a little weird. It's not appropriate for the character, and it just bothered me after his grand speech to Wald about backgammon. It just seems mm-hmm. underwhelming to be like, oh, but Mousetrap is my favorite game. Or maybe this, is, maybe this is ac- accurate, because now someone else is getting to have his fun. See, he's missing the action. Maybe that is the point. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I have never liked Swoozy Kurtz. I don't like her name. <laughs> I don't like that look. She's all good on her face. And yeah, I hate that show Sisters. Oh. Worst ever. Well, we were going to invite oh, we you to join us in our glass. sister's podcast, but... <laughs> Trebuchet delivers half a ton of force. Why do they call it Trebuchet? Oh, no. Why is it not a catapult? I don't know. It's a Trebuchet. I don't get you, Matt. One minute you're quoting me, you know, all of a sudden you're an engineer. I don't think I can spell Trebuchet. Man, how great would the show have been if they told us Locke was doing all this because of some outside influence, you know? Like giving him these engineering skills and stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I feel like they almost did that. 
they almost did a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. It's really not very much like a catapult. I'm disappointed that Boone was dumb enough to make that comment. One. It's like an opposite of a catapult. Well, it uses the same basic mechanic. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's a simple. It's the same type of simple machine. It's like a lever and a fulcrum. Mm-hmm. That's right. This was supposed to work. I said it. What was that computer game? This was supposed to work. Incredible machine. What's that? Where you're like putting the things together with the balloons and never mind. <laughs> For those of you not watching at home, um, Locke has a piece of the apparatus stuck in See, his that's, leg. That's another example. Like, Thank you. Like, I forget. He's like this. Forget is... people aren't watching. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. He's like this is supposed okay. to work. And well, yeah, right. And is this like the first time he's on the wrong path? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Like, I remember he did this whole thing, and he now he got a shard of this of his contraption in his leg. That tells me you're doing something wrong. Yeah, and pretty bad. And I remember believing him when he said shit like that. And now, like, mm -hmm. it's so clear to me that he is is you know he just wants to think that he's just making that up. Like, there's no. You know, there's no larger force that's so, telling him something's supposed to work. Yeah, so right something. now... Sorry. Let I, me just quickly say that right now he's testing his legs for the people who aren't watching. Yeah. He, you know, he's not having any feeling oh, in his legs. Oh, God! Oh! And, and, and that's never explained why. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean... I don't know why he doesn't have feeling in his that's legs. That's pretty weird. Can I, can I, ask, can I ask a question? Do no question. Do really have to... <laughs> Do you really this is to, a no questions podcast. Do you really need to stab yourself in the leg with a safety pin and put a torch on your foot to know that you are losing feeling in your leg? You know, with that kind of uh, attitude, you'd never lost the use of your legs, have you? <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. Exactly. Uh, yeah, why why does that happen, fellas? The island will tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. See, lines oh, like yeah. that just kill me now. You know what I love about this that, that struck me the first time around is that Boone calls him out on it. He's like, you know, Locke says the island will tell us what to do, and Boone's like, uh, what? But then <laughs> he never really, he doesn't push it at all. Yeah. But what? Because yeah. at this point, I have gotten so used to, you know, oh, yeah, this is what Locke thinks, and probably it's true. The island is giving yeah. us a little Listen, guys, this, is, this man is, is immaculately concepted, all right? <laughs> he he can tell you when, it, when it's going to rain, right before it uh -huh. rains, uh -huh. all right? So listen Just to like him for a change. Mary. Just like the Virgin Mary. So Locke just got backed into, but that's not how he lost the use of his legs. Um, not at all. Recall, uh, Susie's, uh, Susie's, Susie's swerving in and out of these cars. Who are you? Susie's back in her fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is Southern California. It's very cold. <laughs> right? And, like, everybody else is wearing a light jacket, and she's walking around in a fur. That's her mysterious look, all right? <laughs> Putting seven heaping spoonfuls of sugar in her coffee. Do you think is this all an act, or do you think Susie right. Kurtz's character really does put that much sugar in her coffee? Let me see. I want to hear her explain his birth. Oh, okay. Let's 
see. This is a this pivotal scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you that you're special. Very special. You're part of a design. Special. You do realize that, don't you? He's lied five times already. I know. This is a sign. It sucks because she has no idea how much he wants to hear that. Yeah. My father. Great things. I I don't know. Is he still alive? Still alive? He's ready to take your kidney right now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he needs a kidney? I don't have a father. I think it's John. Don't you understand? You don't have a father. Like you should have gathered that by now, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Someone's alluding to that. Obviously, it was obvious. That's what the word special means. Eventually, eventually they tell us that uh, Locke's dad like put her up to that. I think it's Mm -hmm. really weird that she makes that a part of the con. Like, that's just a I, weird thing yeah. to throw in. Well, I would imagine that he told her to say that part. Nice yeah. I would imagine the details would come from him. Well, yeah, but I still find that an odd well, yeah, thing it to is odd. tell him as a as a thing that's going to lead to him being introduced to his dad. You guys, you guys, you guys, this is the one where Sawyer gets glasses. Uh-oh. Or alert. <laughs> I didn't remember why he was having headaches. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> oh, it's because he had sex with prostitute, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, fine. What if this was the part of the season where Sawyer had a brain tumor and Jack had to operate? That's what you were leading up to. I forgot about that. What does he think? It's like they're on the raft at the end of the season and Jack is operating on Sawyer. <laughs> We gotta set sail. I gotta save his brain. <laughs> oh man, that's a the last story to be seen. Exactly. Yeah. There's that line. I like that line. I thought it was. What was the line? I missed it. What if was I'm it? real lucky, a brand new nickname. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Late for work. I think I'm done working, John. Sorry, what? They have a timetable. Never stop. You say you can, but you can't. Well, don't tell me what I can't do. Don't you get it? It's dead end. You're not getting in. That's impossible. We're it's really... It's, we're supposed oh, we're supposed who is it in the in the second right? season who's like, well, we don't need right? to. There's got to be a front door to this place, John. and five seconds later finds them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. That's bothering How come they're not knocking more? You know, if they knocked a bit more, Desmond would come out. Yeah. All that's happening now is our faith is being tested, our commitment. But we will open it. The island will show us how. What kind of sign will the island send us? Huh, John? Their face is being tested. Blah, blah, blah. What kind of sign will the island send us? Uh-oh. Airplane. Airplane. Speaking Airplane. of signs. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. What timing? Boom. That's Yemi. I remember this scene scared me quite a bit when I watched it the first time. It's pretty nice how they transition from a seemingly mundane scene to a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Because they lull you into thinking this yeah, isn't a dream. Actually, even this time forgot that it was a dream. I thought it was like a hallucination, but yeah, it's a dream scene. Uh, 
So, yeah, that's Locke having a dream with the Teresa falls up the stairs. Teresa falls down the stairs uh, thing. What is I, he thinking? Who <laughs> even knows? I have to say, though, one of my long-term frustrations with Lost is that they never gave a coherent explanation for those dreams. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's obviously, you know, it's obviously sort of Man in Black, but yeah. he, he, he wouldn't take credit for it, so, you know. I know, I know. He's going to be like, I didn't do nothing to you. I didn't do anything. Yeah, like, I want to give him credit even for the fact that Locke's legs lose feeling and stuff, but it's like... Well, yeah, but that's what's weird. It's kind of a premonition, right? Yeah. Like, he's, he's experiencing these, these legs things before it happens in the dream, and... And he's seeing Boone, like, hurt and injured before it actually happens. Exactly. So it's not just Man in Black telling him, hey, go to this location. It's, yeah, it's giving these, like, future details. Yeah, it is. It is. But, they, but like, occasionally Man in Black had a certain degree of precognition, you yeah. know. And, of course, he always had it when it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. Like, I guess I have to assume that's, that's what's going on, but it still just isn't satisfying to say that. Yeah. Stuff isn't meant to be, even though it may feel that way. But this probably won't have a happy So Locke is uh, getting the information about his parents from the guy, so, and he's from this line where he's talking about the, the father, and he says, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't even know you exist. And um, I, I realized that when I've seen this episode before, I really thought he was saying, "Baby, he, he might not even know you exist." John, John, Locke. I'm Anthony Cooper's son. Mr. Cooper doesn't have a that. Son. Was foreshadowing that scene right there? Tell him I, I don't want any foreshadowing. Yeah, indeed. Please, just a minute. Yeah, Mr. Cooper, uh, John Locke here says he's your son. Yes, sir. Well, you can go on in, sir. You know, I guess the conning business is lucrative. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you you can survive long enough, yeah. Yeah, he's got a pretty fancy compound for someone who uh, just cons people. John. Something tells me I'm going to want a drink for this. You want a drink? Uh, yeah. All right, great. Scotch okay? Yeah, that's... Thanks. It's only really expensive. So who found who? I'm sorry, sir? <laughs> Emily, your mother. Did she find you or did you find her? He ought to be drinking McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. That's not even that's missing. All right, I guess. Did she say anything about me? She said I didn't have a father. That I was... Immaculately conceived. Right now, he could say, I'm God, you know? <laughs> he could be like, and she was right, John. I am the Lord. Well, I guess that makes me <laughs> I didn't even know you existed until a year after you were born. She told me she wasn't even going to have the baby, you, at all. And she drops off the face of the Yes, it's weird. He laughs it off. It's like, I don't know. Why set Everything that up? Put you up for I don't get it. You're going to drink that or what? Yeah, I could psychoanalyze it, but it's probably wrong. You're going to drink that or what? It's been 35 seconds since I gave you it. <laughs> wow. A couple times. Didn't take. 
Do you hunt? No. Didn't <laughs> you know, I stick. Oh, didn't take. Oh. No, sir. What are you doing this Sunday? Nothing. You want to go hunting? Uh, I'd like that. <clears throat> yeah, I'd like that very much. Could I use these hunting skills on an island, perhaps? <laughs> Why didn't you? Yes, I agree. First, Daddy, teach me how to build a trebuchet. <laughs> Only if we could use just a set of knives. I'm going to go knife hunting. It was the most real thing I've ever experienced. Except for real experiences, I hope. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, that's so strange. John, I gotta tell you, signs and dreams and... Who's Teresa? What? Teresa falls up the stairs, Teresa falls down the stairs. I guess that's another pseudo-clue. Like, the fact that there was this the memory from Boone in the dream. Mm -hmm. Like, that's something the Man in Black could do. I don't know. I mean, he's operating on crazy levels already, right? Like, giving giving Locke this direction dream, but also giving him, you know, the thing that's going to make Boone come. Yeah. You know, pre preemptively knowing Boone's going to need that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, he always... He did have, like, ridiculously convoluted, diabolical plans. That was kind yeah. of his thing. <laughs> Who evil incarnate? Yes. <laughs> the very same. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Which is saving us from trial and error. I love that line. I love yep. that line. Yep. You know, the first one wasn't a total waste. <laughs> that was our draft draft. Picking up on a little Korean there, Michael? Yeah. Pretty sure I <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said more than one word. Yeah. Really did. Now, now, now. Oh, Sawyer. <clears throat> Korean has He's seven real... words for now. <laughs> Sawyer's in real pain. He has a towel over his head. <laughs> he never does that. <laughs> well, now she got you making house calls. <laughs> sensitive to the light, too, huh? You know what? I'm sensitive. Why to isn't he at the cave then? He's sensitive to light. Come on, Sawyer. <laughs> he he had some reason for not going to the cave. I forgot what it was. I think his Jack was there. Maybe. <laughs> It'll do it. It's not like it's a tumor or something. What makes you think it's a tumor? Why do you think it's a tumor? Great. Okay then. This really could be a setup for brain surgery. <laughs> yeah. Right. If yeah. it's not a brain tumor, I'm not interested. I'm only interested <laughs> in tumors. Yeah. I only perform surgery on tumors or myself. Do you smell anything funny? There's quite a lot about tumors or something. It's not a tumor. Burning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just headaches. Well, I'm sure you're fine. Like something burning, like a raft burning. <laughs> <laughs> like a campfire. Sorry, Doc. Sounds fun, but my insurance ran out. <laughs> they all involve you coughing. Insurance ran out. That's a good one. That high deductible. <laughs>
could have mentioned her name out by the hatch one day. Who? Teresa. Maybe I was talking to myself. Maybe. Really? I wonder what this what this what this little sequence would play like if we didn't see the dream. In this dream you saw a plane crash, right? You know, like, he convinced Boone to come with him, but we don't know what's leading Locke, you know? Yeah. But then this happens, so... It's a little weird. What is wrong with your leg? I'm fine. What? I feel like showing us the dream makes us believe Locke more. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even, if he just said that Teresa thing, that's sort of believable. He's got, you know, it is. and then he finds this thing. But yeah, it definitely. Then <laughs> this happens. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Why did I have that happen? Morning, Commercial on that? Okay. You gentlemen gonna get some birds again? I sure hope on so. A, on a millipede crawling out of an eye socket. It's <laughs> a good cliffhanger. I love this. Like, two lines and you know they've been doing it for a long time. Yep, they're best <laughs> friends. That's so simple. It's supposed to be here at 12. <laughs> uh, I thought you said 11. <laughs> I didn't say 11, what damn it. Alice <laughs> My kidneys failing. Damn doctors say I need a transplant. When? <laughs> it looks like a dialysis. It looks like what like my nineteen ninety four Hewlett Packard. <laughs> Check out the screen on that dialysis machine. So long, John. The dialysis will be fine for a while. I didn't tell you for this exact reason. I'm not gonna let this spoil what's gonna be a fantastic day, and neither should you. So, I'll get done here. Everybody should start the day off with a little dialysis. <laughs> I do it every time I'm about to go hunting. It makes me more right? spry. This is a flashback, <laughs> though. This is a while ago. Oh, so it might actually be my 1994 table tag. It might be. Oh, yes! Nice. <laughs> Medical diagnosis. But Adam and Eve in the cave have been there for 2,000 years, and their clothes are still there, so you're wrong, Rock. What is a Nigerian priest doing in an island? Nigerian Naira. I, um, I know that, but I shouldn't. There's no reason why I should know that. He just knows stuff. He's just got to live with it. He knows stuff until he doesn't know anything. Yep. Wouldn't his headaches go away if, like, he wasn't reading? Oh, I love his red shirts, like, banging shit in the background. <laughs> Why is this guy banging on his like, like, anything productive? <laughs> hitting things. And then they just stop. When did the headaches start? A few days ago. You want to get a lollipop? God. <laughs> You have so to. many good doctor jokes. You have them when you wake up in the morning. Usually they hit me in the middle of the day. See, Jack brought him to the cave. Yep. Where it's nice and dark. See how your pupils respond to changing stimuli. <laughs> What's that? It seems a little weird that a spinal surgeon would know so much about optometry. I think you should just shut up and relax. 
Oh, they teach all that in medical school. Yeah? Optometry is a one-semester course. <laughs> Pat fail. <laughs> wow. What the hell's that got to do with anything? Is that a yes? God, so much drama about Sawyer's vision. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. This is the B-plot for this episode. Yeah. B isn't boring. Oh, shit. When was the last out? Yeah, oh, I, I think it. I think, you know, I know the, um, the on-show explanation is um, the glasses, I but I, I really I think, think it was uh, the man in black infecting his brain. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's kind of interesting on, that Jack just fucks with him. Look. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. just asks him questions that he knows are useless. Really well, like, he doesn't act like that very often. Yeah. Well, Sawyer's not in a vulnerable position very often. That's true. That's it. Let's go back. I'm fine. No, you're not. Let me get you back to Jack. Jack wouldn't know. The first thing about what's wrong with me. Well, the first thing is your legs aren't working, so he would know that. You crazy? Yeah. We've got to go back. Oh God! <laughs> so this was huge. This was a big moment. Oh, yeah. I was in that chair. You know, I I never quite cared about this, but there's a lot of people who never actually found out that he was in a wheelchair. Oh, totally. Including totally. such people as Jack Shepard. <laughs> That's interesting. Who did know? Like, Rose knew. Yes, I guess he tells Boone here. Boone. I, but a lot of them really what? never what? found what? out, and he never told them. And it's weird yeah. because, like, you know, especially when he goes back and tries to get them all to come back to the island, it seems like that's the time to say, I was paraplegic before I went to the island, and suddenly I could walk again. That you know, but that's the problem. Special. They can't. They can't. They didn't want him obviously to make sense and to be logical and rational. I know. They wanted. They wanted him to come off as a kook, and so nobody would follow him. Instead of saying like, like, hey guys, the reason I was so so crazy on the island was because I experienced a miracle, and that's the same reason I, you know, we need to go back. But you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why they didn't do that. But I just think it would make sense for him to do that if he weren't supposed to be crazy. Why is he shooting birds in a beret? Yeah, I was, you know, I was just looking at that beret. It's a French thing? I don't know. That's weird. Yikes. Done. Oh, oh Vomit. Your mother. God. It's, it's, this, I feel you like gotta, you got to call somebody son so, if you're about to ask for that I feel, like, I feel like this double hurts because this is symbolic of his whole life. This is yeah. what happens to him all the way up to his death. Yeah. He he buys into things that people tell him, and it makes him go along with their plans. Yeah. What do you do with a bird like that that you shoot? Why find it? Uh, like you I don't know if they're going to eat it, but... What'd you say? Trophy? Oh, no. What? Stuff it? My mother wasn't Stuff a, a dove? Did someone to take it out on? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and talking about what you do when you shoot a dove. One day she took a bad step. Broke her neck. I was six. 
I really want Locke to look at Boone and be like, wow, you were such a dick. (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? Like, nobody would think that in that situation. Come on. I mean, is it more probable well, than funny, if they would like, think, he like, oh, he's laughing because there's an airplane right over my well, shoulder? that's obviously what the truth <laughs> is, so... It's, just, it's, like, it's like laughter of happiness or something, because yeah. the thing yeah. from his dream is there, so he thinks he's, you know... On the, he's on the path. On the path, as it were. Mm-hmm. He's getting that hope again. Judging, judging by the decom- decomposition of the paint, I think oh it's been there for about five years. <laughs> That's the other thing, too, right, is he doesn't, you know, he had that vision of the plane crash, and it seemed like it had just crashed, but that's not true. Yeah, that's true. They don't tell us that now, though. So no, no. Me, At this point, have... like, the story could be a lot of things. So... I want to come back to this this real question about the show that you guys were kind of asking earlier of, like, why does the man in black help make all that happen? Is it so that they will find the pearl? Well, I think so they'll find the radio and find the tailies. I mean, it's pretty hard to say because I don't know that there is actually a good answer. But I will say that he does definitely lead them to the pearl later. As as Yemi in Echo's dream, mm-hmm. which I think is more definitively Man in Black because it's like literally a form he takes instead why, of this dream. So why does I think, the Man I think, in Black yeah. want him to find the Pearl Station? Okay, so what? I think. Well, it's hard to say. I I my general impression is that he wants them to not. He wants them to not believe in the hatch. Okay. And that's that's what the Pearl ends up doing, eventually. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe because he wants them to not press the buttons and kill themselves. There's that, too, if, he, if he's taken it that far. Or maybe he thinks that if they don't press the button and the whole thing explodes or implodes or whatever, if, if he doesn't do the failsafe, then somehow he'll be able to escape? the island I mean yeah but he really shouldn't think that because he wasn't able to leave the island before Dharma came yeah yeah you know I I just Occam's razor here I just feel like whatever Man in Black has to do to get Locke to believe and take his orders is what he was going to do and I think it's less about what the button did or, or did or didn't do it was more about convincing Locke to follow a certain path you know yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think he didn't want him to focus on the hatch too much because I don't think that really helped him very much. But, yeah. but, yeah. Specifically, I think you're right. Like, the general point was, I'm gonna send you dreams, and you're gonna think the island's talking to you, and then you're gonna follow my orders. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This glasses sequence is really dramatic music. Mm-hmm. I really think Saeed should have been able to do a better job of putting those glasses together. Given he had what else two he pairs of glasses on. and a hot stick. What did you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of amazing. 
Yeah, Kate, it wasn't that funny of a joke. You know, but speaking about what's going on here with with uh, Locke and Boone going to this plane, uh, there there is some element here that Boone is necessary, right? Like because they he specifically took away Locke's use of his legs. Otherwise, yeah. Locke could have done this trip by himself. Yeah. That's so true. there is some reason. I mean, it could be a plot reason, you know, a character plot reason with you know Boone doing this for Locke and then Boone end up dying and all that stuff. But he does end up believing that Boone's sacrifice was demanded. Oh, I've never heard him say that. <laughs> so, I'm not familiar with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, just a new thing I came up with. Nice, I like it. Yeah. We can incorporate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I like it, too. Nothing about this doesn't look like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, it looks really precarious. Do you think that? Do you think it's gonna be okay? Do you think everything's gonna be alright? <laughs> well, it's the point that it'll just coast down to the ground, won't it? <laughs> oh, poor Boone. Yeah. It's hard to beat the sacrifice of the island of man. I guess. Ooh, ooh! Take a look at this map of Nigeria. This is gonna solve everything. I will give them credit for setting that up appropriately. Like, not just that they're priests, but, like, they have uh, gold teeth or whatever, so that's weird. Mm -hmm. Like, even including that much detail is kind of impressive to me for what they actually do. It's like they planned it out. It is. It's almost like that. And I don't, I barely even seems, believe it. Seems like the only part of the show that kind of feels that way. <laughs> I know. Like, I wish they had that much consistency with other things that maybe mattered more in the long run. Here's your sign. But it definitely feels like drugs. <laughs> The drug smugglers. Blasphemy heroin. and heroin. <laughs> oh. I hope Charlie doesn't find out about this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he won't. Nah, they don't tell each other anything. What? So how did he know that it was heroin before he threw the statuette down on the ground? It's like you see a little Virgin Mary statuette and it must yeah. be heroin back did he, did he see any broken? I didn't see a shot of this, but did he see any of them broken in the oh, plane? Okay. I didn't see a shot that, of that either. They but that didn't would be show my that, but that must be it. Yeah. Oh no, Locke's losing his faith again. <laughs> so fast. So fast. Oh man, he's just, he's, yeah, turn him on, turn him off. This is one of those moments where, you know, when they call Locke the man of faith later, I have to say, like, for a man mm -hmm. of faith, he, his faith was really easily shaken. Yeah. Even the slightest setback, and he's like, oh my god, you know, there's no reason, it's, I'm a failure. He believes in the kind of truth you can prove it, you know, believe yeah. it, you know, it's like, some crazy happens, he'll believe in it. Exactly, and that's like not really much of a man of faith. Yeah. That's, that's, you know. Yeah, at the very least, his reaction should have been, keep looking, that's maybe there's evidence. something on the plane other than heroin. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's this business. Hello, we're survivors of the crash of Made it. 
I really want to hope that Man in Black is, you know, in smoke form pushing this plane off of the uh, cliff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could do it. He could. That's the wrong place to be when the plane knows that. Yeah. Repeat your transmission, please. Seems like a weird thing for the tail the tailies to say. You mean Bernard? You mean Bernard? He's a dentist. Of course he's gonna say that. <laughs> I I remember when I originally saw this. I really did not think Boone was gonna die from that. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I know remember it's bad, being but... really impressed that they would kill Boone. Yeah. And thinking yeah. like, wow, if they're gonna kill Boone, God, they'd kill Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, yeah, I feel like they were a package deal. You weren't gonna have one without the other, not for long. No, I mean I'm mostly kidding. Yeah. But I did when I saw this. I, I was like, wow, if they'll kill him, like maybe they're serious. Other people could die yeah. too. They wanted you to think that. Well, a lot of shows just won't do that. A lot of shows are not willing yeah. to kill even. This is. Even big ensemble casts aren't willing to kill uh, characters. Yeah. This is probably the wrong thing to do, you know, to, like, carry Boone all the way across the jungle. Yeah. Like, you know, I think a medical professional would probably say, leave him where he is. You're right. Yeah, that's what they always yeah. say. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't I don't want to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Fling him over your shoulder and carry him all the way. But he ends up wanting to cover up what happened to Boone. Yeah, oh yeah, that's no, true. He doesn't want people to find that plane, I guess. Yeah, exactly. He wants that to be his own Oh, that's thing. right. He doesn't carry... That's the thing. He doesn't carry Boone to Jack because he thinks that that's the best way for him to get care. Yeah. He carries him there because he doesn't want anybody else to find a plane. What yeah. a dick. I mean, he still wants Boone to get help, but... Yeah, you know, but he, it's he has, not as important as the island. He has other... Other, uh... Other priorities. Fell off a cliff. When did his legs start working again? Apparently, as soon as, as soon it as didn't matter anymore. He just, mustered, he just mustered the energy to make him work. I mean, yeah. that's basically all that happened. I'm going to need some water. Really? Shirts, towels, anything that I can use to staunch the bleeding. Because it seems like it was pretty far. Now, boom, just breathe. Just breathe, boom. <laughs> You'll be fine. Ugh. John, that's gross. Tell me exactly what happened. John. Lock! Lock! <laughs> he's hobbling away. Get him. Like, he can't be moving that fast, right? <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. I love later when Jack is like, if you'd told me the truth, I could have treated him better. And it's like, really? He would have died. <laughs> yeah. He would have used, he, he used his airplane fell so off of a cliff. You know, emergency <laughs> right. procedures. Right. Completely well, different. I mean, Jack just, you know, he was just pissed at Locke for a lot of stuff at that point. Mm -hmm. Giving that confidence trickster your kidney. <laughs> How does the nurse not know that that's his father? Does she not read both forms? Like, I didn't know it was your father. I thought you were just random. Never mind. It wasn't that good of a deed that you did. Did he leave me a message? No, not that I know of. You just relax, Mr. Locke. I'm going to get you some juice. <laughs> he took my kidney. You're going to give me some juice? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mr. The Mr. Cooper was very specific that I should give you some juice. <laughs> he thought you might appreciate this juice in lieu of a kidney. <laughs> he thought it would fill that. Yeah, oh, Why did she that? show up? She showed up just in time. Oh, where's the fur coat? This is the real Swoozy now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she had to wear that fur to convince him. It had to be your idea. He <laughs> your father's always been generous. He, if I was willing to trick you into giving him a kidney, he'd give me some money. I wanted to see you. This can't be happening. What? Like a line from that one. What's that about? Yeah, it still could have been his idea without the immaculate conception thing. Do this He w wouldn't do this to me. <laughs> that face she gives. Yeah, he would do this to you. <laughs> yeah, that's the face. <laughs> He's like, we went hunting together and hunting together and <laughs> hunting together. Eddie, Eddie open the gate. <laughs> Mr. Cooper's not serious. Eddie, let me in. Don't act like we're not Sorry. friends. I, it really, it makes it even worse that his mom is in on it, too. It's like... Well, she, she, gets none of, she gets none of the blame for that. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna need you to move I on. mean, it's it's because it's not her idea, but she definitely knew what she was doing. And it's, I mean, yeah, not her idea, but it's partially her fault. Oh, you know? yeah. And then she's like, I wanted to see you. It's like, what part of you wanted to lie to him? Yeah. When when you went to see him for the first time ever. Yeah. I feel like Eddie ought to feel worse about this. John, Eddie should feel really conflicted. He's like, I don't make enough money for this kind of drama in my life. <laughs> I guess Eddie's just loyal to the boss. Yeah, I'll bet that paycheck. Yeah. Uh oh. Don't give him any ditches. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. This is rearview mirror. Yeah, that's all he's got. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is yeah, this is really depressing. Yeah. Ooh, I want to watch the Henry Gale episode. Cause this is why. Well, at least we have the solace of knowing that by the end of the show, <laughs> he gets to be the character he's always wanted to be, and he gets everything he's ever wanted in his heart. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. I'm very comforted. And now we get this. Uh, the episode's basically over. I don't see anything dramatic happening for the remainder of the episode. Yeah, I might as well cut it off, bro. He's never getting into that hatch. <laughs> never can, man. Uh-oh. Someone's this going to the bathroom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All that's missing is, like, a flush sound. <laughs> The brightest bathroom light and then the mystery music. Lost. Alright. Yep. Well, the B plot of uh, Death Ex Machina is pretty pretty lackluster. Pretty weak, I agree. It wasn't it wasn't quite noisy tree frog, but it was pretty, no, pretty no. in the same territory. <laughs> it yeah, was totally. like Sawyer's annoyed by something and there's an easy solution. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, they'll, so they'll spend the whole episode trying to get to that easy solution. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, oh man. That God, that moment was so amazing the first time. It's 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 pretty incredible how context can turn it into almost nothing. Which moment are you talking about? The light on the hatch door. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The well, first time that, that was like great... incredible. It's a great ending because you see this whole episode about Locke being conned by his dad for a kidney, and he's hopeless at the very end, you know, and hopeless in the island plotline, and then he, yeah. you get the light at the end, and you go, oh, yeah. yes, it's great. Yeah. You know. It's not all for Things not. are going to work out just fine. He, is, he, mm-hmm. is, he mm-hmm. is on the right path. He, You know, there's some setbacks. He doesn't, it doesn't look, you know, like everything's going right, but ultimately, he's been given a sign that he's he's doing the right thing, and, you know, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll, it'll all work out, you know, for him in the end. God. Yeah, I, I, that just would—it'd be such a great journey to see that kind of lot character go from this 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 broken man to who's trying to find a path to somebody who actually succeeds in anything. Right. Like that would have been a nice journey to have on the show. It would instead have instead of this, like you know. Very, very awkward, truncated sort of uh, uh, journey into into nothingness, into yeah. in, into ineffectuality. You know, like just he just dies with everyone thinking he's a crazy old man babbling mm-hmm. about nonsense, and he never learns anything about the island of particular significance. And yeah, and so yeah, so that sucks for him. It sucks for the other people, you know. And conversely, like you know, the people who do eventually realize something more was going on with Locke, like Jack at the very end, yeah. never get to actually vocalize that to the person right. to, to Locke. So you you know, he never knows that Jack believed in him by the end. I know. You know, even in the and, afterlife, he can't yeah, be bothered that, to tell him. And that's the problem because in the afterlife, you're over it, so you're not going right. to bring up that stuff. And it's just, it's just the audience is the loser and all that. Yeah. You know, like it's fine for the show to skip that stuff, but it just make, means that the audience loses out on those moments. Yeah, yeah, it just robs us of that satisfaction because we go through this, we go through this, uh, this thing with Black, and it, it just, I don't know, really, yeah, sucks for us to not. Uh, not have him get that fulfillment. And I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I still, I know, I get the general idea of, like, once you're dead, you know, you uh, you know, you know, just accept the past and you don't, uh, you know, you move on from it, as they say. But I, 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 I still want to believe that Locke, even then, would, you know, would care about what some of the answers were um, about mm-hmm. why they were on the island and so on, you know, that, 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 some, that a lot of characters found out who didn't care at all. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it, it just seems so profoundly unfair that, that he, he found out less than a lot of people who were never invested in the island whatsoever, mm-hmm. uh, all the way to the end of the show. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, nothing if you're lost, apparently. Apparently. All right. Well, yeah, Dish Ex Machina, you know, it's it's still a good episode. It has a lot of those big dramatic beats. Uh, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, you know, and in, in hindsight, it loses a little bit. It just, you know, it 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 just doesn't go where this episode is sort of saying it's going to go. I mean, really, the end of the episode should have been the light not coming on. That would have been yeah. appropriate for Locke, you know. <laughs> yeah. I I feel like this episode and the last episode and a couple of the key episodes in season two epitomize what I wanted the show to be. And mm-hmm. that it seemed for a while like it was going to be, and then it just didn't. It it just didn't happen. And then season three happened. Yeah, I, basically, I, and I thought that season three had some good stuff. And you know, I thought that the season three was, eh, you know, it wasn't great. But season four for me was the big turning point of like, okay, this show just is not what I thought it was going to be like. It's it's not what I... I mean, I still enjoy it. I'm still watching, but it's not the show that I that I was hoping it was going to turn out to be. Like, mm-hmm. all these things, all these seeds that they're planting in seasons one and two, and even three, uh, just didn't... It, it, it's like all of a sudden they just turned their back on that stuff to drop the metaphor of the seeds. Um, <laughs> and, and it's just... I don't well, know. No, what you, that's what you do when you plant seeds. You turn your back. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I think the dropped metaphor is, is a good um, a good metaphor for what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say about the show of, like, a meta you know, metaphor. you've got this situation where, you know, you, <laughs> nice, where, <laughs> you know, there's something about the island and somehow it's in your dreams and somehow there's, you know, there's, like, ghosts or something where you can see people who are dead and you can, you know, there's things happening that we can't really account for. And then in the second season, it's like, there's this mysterious group that we we don't really understand who's behind it or what they're up to, but they have quite a bit of power that continues because, you know, we know that these things are happening, but then, but then, you know, the the Pearl, all these reports are just going to the field. Like, there's all these all these interesting little things here and there. And I just really wanted it all to come together in some kind of, if not totally coherent, that's fine if you don't tie up all the loose ends, but some kind of interesting story about why they are there in a way that, you know, why Dharma is there in a way that's relevant to the things that we've already seen on the island in season one and these mysteries mm-hmm. and the dreams and the ghosts and, you know, and that stuff didn't really come together. It just didn't gel. And then by season four, it was like none of it even mattered anymore. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think they missed their opportunity to basically solve the the, the brunt of what you were just saying by not making the incident uh, actually, you know, like have the Losties who time travel to the seventies actually sort of like save the island by doing what they do during the incident, and therefore, like you know, preventing the island from being destroyed and letting you know the sort of rest of that timeline continue. I feel like that would have been the grand. This is why they're here. This is why they first came here. This is why they needed to stay. This is why when they left, they needed to come back because it was all going to build up to this moment where they had to play a very crucial role in the existence of the island. And they didn't really do that. Um, They had those events play out, but they didn't really connect them. They just had them, you know, time travel back to the present and and, and nary a word was said about the 
about the incident again. Uh, I feel like that was their their big moment to connect. You know why they're on the island to to sort of that Dharma stuff and and all those sort of past events. Uh, since they specifically, you know, connected them w- with the timeline by making them time travel, so I, I was surprised they didn't really, they didn't really, you know, uh, nail that home, as they say. Did they say that? Nail they it do. Home. Yeah, they say it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll just go ahead and admit that, you know. Um, as much as I am disappointed in an empathetic way for Locke and other characters uh, for, you know, not really living up to their potential, I, you know, ultimately, like, it comes back to me. Like, the, the show got me to believe in some of those things, you know. The show got me to care about some of those um, some of those ideas of, of, you know, being on the island and it being some kind of, some kind of place they were destined to be, where you we know were, had we were all we were all mans of fate. You're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. They turned me into a man of faith about about mm-hmm. the show, and it, it's uh, you know, I, I guess they give us an answer in the end, but uh, it just uh, it wasn't enough for me. Uh, it it felt underwhelming well, after I almost what I'd been through. Yeah, I almost feel like you know, man of science, man of faith, you know. Uh, the show basically says, you know, faith is bad <laughs> because you don't know who's leading that faith. You don't know who's inspiring that faith. And if mm. the person who's doing that is wrong or has, or you don't believe in their cause, uh, <laughs> of their cause and all, yeah. uh, then, um, you know, then you you could lead, you could lead to trouble. So I, I feel like, you know, it, it, not that they're trying to make that statement, but, but I feel like that's an unintended statement that they're making. And again, it goes, you know, back to the sort of other analogy of the the fans, the viewers of the show being like Locke, uh, because in the end, we, you know, we didn't get what we wanted either. You know, yeah. the faith let led us down the wrong path and made us jump to conclusions that weren't apt and jump yeah. to conclusions yeah. that the show didn't uh, didn't expand on. Uh, so I, I it, you know, and it, it's such a weird thing how they're, um, you know, the the places where the show fails just kind of mirrors you know the sort of story and plot of the show uh you know it's just weird that way uh you know it's like we're 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 watching this show about mysteries uh you know people on an island that's full of mysteries and we want answers they want answers you know all of their answers come from people who got answers from other people and that's where our answers come from too so you know it's just this weird like thing uh sort of unintentional um uh, re, you know, sort of uh, symmetry between watching the show and what's going on in the show. Yeah, yeah, it it, it ends up being pretty much a bunch of hearsay. I mean, you know, at the end of the show, we can say, yeah, you know, there's something weird going on on that island. I mean, it's not, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not normal, <laughs> uh, you know. And, and there's something <laughs> funny about that island. <laughs> You know, in a in a depressing moment, I might think, oh, maybe you know, maybe it was all bullshit. But I, you know, if I think about it rationally, it's you know, there's there's a lot of strange stuff that happened, you know, and 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 I mean, the man in black goes on about, oh, it's just an island, it's not important, it doesn't need protecting. And it's like, well, you can say that, but 
you got thrown into a cave and turned into a smoke monster, sir. Like yeah, that's, yeah. That's not that's not something that happens just on any island. And, and, and he's biased, right? Because he doesn't want people there to protect it. So it's like you right. can't even just assume that he's that he's being honest. You, I know. You know. I know, I, and I don't think he is. And at the same time, I believe him, and that's that's the most annoying thing about Lost. Like, mm-hmm. it's I they always got me to believe in things that were either like wrong assumptions or people outright lying or or even people thinking they were telling the truth but just being wrong. Yeah, yeah, like, that's the worst right there. It is. It is. It's totally frustrating. Like I feel like. You know, the takeaway from, like, all of Rousseau's stories, like, I don't think she was intending to be wrong when she said mm-hmm. that the others were whispering or whatever. But, like, you know, yeah. she's just wrong. Like That all. was just her hypothesis, and it yeah. was incorrect. Yeah, know? that's yeah. it. I mean, and it's, you know, I mean, that's that's just, I don't know, that's deeply unsatisfying to me. To mm-hmm. just have a show about a bunch of people, you know, either lying, assuming wrong, or just or just being wrong out of you know uh, naivete or whatever. Like it's, I don't know. That's that's a weird thing to me to base mysteries around. I, I guess I guess mm-hmm. usually I think of mysteries as leading up to character a character or characters who actually know the answers. Yeah. And uh, it seems to me that although there are some characters that know some answers, there was really no character that knew all the answers. And uh, that's weird. Yeah. I, I mean, that's something interesting to try, I think. Um, you know, the you know a mystery where there's just more mysteries. Uh, but, you know, the problem is you don't get anywhere at the end. Yeah. Um you know, I, I think the show would have just been a lot better if the char- if all the character stuff would have just been well, not all, but more of the character stuff would have been, uh, you know, solidified. Some of the stuff we're talking about with just Locke knowing certain things and Jack knowing certain things, and yeah, you know, I mean, if they get, I think if they would have got that stuff, that that would have been that would have been enough. But you know, uh, without having to go as far as getting getting giving more answers to mysteries, you know, right. I, I really feel like it, it, from where they were going to end up with Locke, I, I mean, I don't think they necessarily knew that at this point in season one, but I definitely think, like, he should have been written differently early in the show if they knew where he was going to end up. Because mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem consistent to me. It seems like the story they're telling about Locke here is not the story they end up telling about Locke. And, mm-hmm. But on on the other hand, if they started out telling the story about Locke that they end up, I wouldn't have liked them as much. I wouldn't have been as interested. Yeah. You know, so it's like they could have had a more coherent show, but it wouldn't have had the good parts. But it would have been it would have made more sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's a weird situation. Like, I mean, I guess I'll take what I can get. I mean, I'll take the parts that are good and I enjoy. But it's it's frustrating that you know. It doesn't really add up. Yeah. You know, you just get these you just get these pieces and, you know, you can like them if you want, but it's it's <laughs> it's it's not really gonna help you. It's like a box of chocolates, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like I you know, it's it just kills me because I feel like having seen the entire show, you know, 
every Spoiler second, alert. every <laughs> second, I feel like we should be able to look at an episode like this and be like, oh, oh of course, you know, it all fits. <laughs> I see. He's doing that because X, Y, and Z that comes later. You know, we can see it all falling into place now. Like, that's how shows mm-hmm. like this are supposed to work, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you do when you watch, you know, when you watch a mystery or whatever, when you watch The Usual Suspects or something and you see uh, those scenes. You know, you go back. I'm okay, you know, putting aside whether problems that movie are. You go back and you watch the scenes and it's like, oh, I know why he's saying that. It's because mm-hmm. he, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you, when you know the answers, the earlier scenes fit. You know, yeah. yeah, and and that's that's what's not happening here. And we can sit and make up, you know, answers that like semi work, but it's like, why are they so? Why don't they fit very well? You know, like, and it's clearly because to me, you know, I don't think they really had a long term plan at this point, or at least they didn't have a specific long term plan. And so the stuff they're doing now, I think, is pointing in a direction that maybe they did want to go at one point, and you know, and it, and it just mm-hmm. the show just kind of morphed organically over time, and 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 that gave us this weird, you know, I don't know, to continue the metaphor, it gave us this weird, like, deformed, mutated creature, you know, instead of this sort of, you know, nicely designed, like, streamlined, uh, I don't know, unicorn or something. <laughs> 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 Took a turn. Well, I certainly would have preferred a unicorn on Lost. Um, <laughs> they could have had one. Why not? Why not? Kate, is that your unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, of course, the other problem, again, is that they just, the mysteries, the answers didn't, you know, the answers had mysteries, and then those mysteries didn't have answers, you know? <laughs> yeah. So so that's kind of part of the problem. You can't sit back and say what's happening when you never get get a chance to figure that out, and you never get any real info. Um, yeah. And I think that's what's cool. I mean, I think that definitely is what drove the mystery the whole show, and I think that's probably why it's more, it was, you know... It was very likely, or maybe even inevitable, that would it would be less satisfying because of that, uh, unless you actually have a season or have a, a part of the show where you sort of stop, uh, you know, churning out mysteries and start answering, you know, answering stuff. But you know, they're they're in this weird world that just keeps going on, and they're you know, um, and you could never, you know, and I, I like that. It's you know, not satisfying, but <laughs> I like that, you know, you can ask, you know, Jacob his history of the island, and it goes back to Mother, and you can ask her her history of the island, and it goes back to whomever was before her, but you're never going to get a textbook that says, this is the beginning of the island, and this is how it started, and this is the rules, and these are the people, and this is what you can do and can't do. You know, they never were going to, they were never going to find that tome written anywhere about, you know, they blow off the cover, the dust off the cover, and it's the secrets of the island, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, how to how to harness the island's power or something, you know. Uh, so, you know, and I think that's what a more traditional mystery would have would have led to, something something concrete yeah. in that realm. Yeah. And so, but instead they, you know, they have this weird hearsay and, and uh, word of mouth kind of oral history and, you know, people are following people that they've never met, and they don't even know what the ideology is, and you know, and uh, so you know, you're, you're, they're mixing a lot of, and then of course, you know, all the strangers and people on a strange island, they're just mixing so many different kinds of 
elements that uh, you know that it just doesn't play out like like a regular drama would. Right. Because you know? right. again, you have some character who, who I mean, any other story where a character feels like they're on a journey, uh, you know, they're on a path, a spiritual path or something, you know, they're gonna be on one. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. and it's going to be sort of honest, and it's going to be for real, and because it, it's going to be important to their journey as a character that it that they walk that path and they find or don't find. You know, it's like it's like the Wizard of Oz, and they're walking down the Yellow Brick Road, and they get to Oz, and it's like, wait a minute, there's no Oz, and there's no, been no Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> You're like, what have we been following? Oh no! And then the movie's over; they all die, and it's just like. Well, that was cool, but that wasn't that satisfying. Yeah. You know, they never got to actually get the the heart and the brain and whatever else they wanted, you know. Right. And stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's actually a pretty apt analogy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really pretty much it. Yeah, that's exactly what it, you don't actually get to go to Oz. And, and, there is, and, you know, Jacob is the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't Literally. work there. Although I love you know, that in the episode, the man behind the curtain, Jacob does not appear. No, no, no. <laughs> of course. Why would he? He's behind that second curtain, behind the first curtain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look behind that one. I guess it kills me because, you know, there's evidence. If you look within the seasons when they were more coherent, not necessarily still perfect, but, like, there was more of an attempt, I think, to, like, make a sort of mystery reveal pattern fit together, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you know, you look at stuff, um, you know, like... um, Well, interest season, you know, in between, within a season, that's easier to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it's easier to do, but, like, it illustrates that they understand the principle. Like, if you, (laughs) you know... <laughs> yes. the, the principle of writing mysteries. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, based on certain things in the show, like it's 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 baffling to me that they don't do these things. But like, you know, if you rewatch those Man in Black scenes from season five before he reveals he's Man in Black, you know, it's clear that they knew that's where they were going. There's a yeah. lot of hints there. You know, not only that, there's a lot of hints that he's the smoke monster. You know, which they don't even reveal till season six, and that all fits just fine. I have no problem with any of those scenes, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, and you know, they make it clear he knows all his memories. There's no problem there either. He can scan people. Like that's, you know, that's all fine. It's mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, that's how I want this episode to be. I want to look at it and say, I understand what's going on here, you know, based on based on what they tell us later. You know, it should, yeah. it, I feel like it should be clear, and I, I just don't understand why it isn't. Well, because they never told us the, the answers to the questions we have in this episode. We don't know why his legs went out. Yeah. I mean, we can, again, we can guess. Right. Uh, you know, by, but but Man in Black doesn't ever say later, well, you know, I, you <laughs> I, know, know. I took the, the use of your legs away, so, so Boone has would have to go up there, and he could, you know, be the sacrifice that I'm demanding. Well, it really sucks you know. because... You know, Locke is totally dead by the time anyone is talking to Man in Black openly, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. like, Jack gets to waltz up and ask his big question, you know, hey, mm-hmm. were you my dead dad? He gets, you know, he gets his little mystery resolved for himself, you know? Yeah. But, like, Locke never gets to ask him questions like that because he doesn't even know who he's talking to. He thinks this, he's yeah. talking to a representative of Jacob and, and, and in more generally the island the whole time. Yeah, well, he doesn't 
Yeah, he's talking to the guy who's responsible for basically his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, and he doesn't know it. I know, and it's it's uh it's just it's. I feel I like yeah, if any if anybody yeah, I, I want to see that scene. You know, uh, don't you want to ask me why? Yeah. You know, I want to see I want to see Luck uh, Luck and Man <laughs> in Black in that scene. Absolutely, it would totally make sense. And you know, from from Locke's, uh, you know, paralysis being cured, the stuff like this, all of his dreams, the cabin visits. Locke had some of the weirdest shit happen to anybody in the show, and he's the one character who really never gets a chance to have any questions answered. You know, and I, I feel that's like that's more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like that's you know that's a big problem. Like yeah, you yeah, know with with Locke specifically, like he's you know so much of the mysteries are swirling around him, and yet he gets cut from the story pretty early. And by the time they're ready to reveal stuff, he's not even around to ask. Mm-hmm. So so and no one else is going to. Like I said, Jack never even knew that Locke was paralyzed. So he's not he's not going to ask. You know, hey Jacob, hey Man in Black, why could Locke? Why could why was Locke paralysis cured here? What what happened there? You mm-hmm. know, can you explain that? What would they say to that? I don't even know. Well, and it begs the question: Who was responsible for curing on the island? Was it Man in Black the whole mm-hmm. time? Did Jacob ever cure anybody for real? <laughs> like. <laughs> I know, and it's a killer because he never. There's never an opportunity for either one of them to take credit for it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, there's the temple waters that's separate or the same or di- who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we're surely people who've watched the whole show know the answer. <laughs> it's yeah. I don't know. I mean. It's again. It's like, and I, I'll admit, you know, sometimes I felt like even even the writers, you know, uh, as meticulous as they were, which I actually don't know, um, you know, I think sometimes they would forget about the specifics of some of the earlier stuff, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that is part of the problem. Like maybe they think, oh, when we show this temple, the healing will be explained. Like. You know, it'll be like when they show the Dharma polar bear cages, you know, mm-hmm. which really, to me, does – I to me, that's enough of an explanation for the polar bears, you know. Yeah. I didn't need that extra stuff from the epilogue about, well, they're training the bears to go, like, turn the donkey wheel or whatever. Like, I didn't need to know all that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's all well and good. I don't really care. Like, I got that Dharma brought them for research purposes. I didn't – like, yeah. I don't... How about they take the time to explain why it's freezing down there? Yeah. You know, don't explain why you need a polar bear. Explain <laughs> why it's freezing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and they, I mean, yeah. Obviously, they don't do that. You know, they don't. They don't. You know, they address those trivial things. The the fucking hurly bird. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they take the time to do that, and it's you know, but they can't be bothered to. You know, talk about things that actually mattered. Listen, the fans don't care about what matter. They care about the hurly bird. <laughs> oh, God. Because it says hurly. 
I know. Or does it? I think it does it. I think they just thought it did. Mm. (laughs) Which is why they love it. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, we can probably go on and on and on about the deficiencies of Lost, but let's save that for another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And another and another. Well, you know, I mean, some episodes, you know, I would say – as far as character development, you know, the backstory, it's pretty strong. Um, I, You know, it's hard not to sympathize with Locke, what's done to him here. And, you know, having him, you know, go through this thing that leads to disappointment on the island with a slight glimmer of hope, also pretty strong. The B story was kind of weak. I would say, you know, this is a good episode. I, I just can't. I, I just can't be totally happy with it in light of the whole show. It's it's if yeah. I if I look at it under a microscope, you know, there's a lot of good stuff there. It's you know that would be my final you know little thing about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think I, I think it's scary and confusing in the way that the best episodes of Lost were. It just makes me wish that. That the, the show had gone the way that that I wanted it to go. Yeah. I mean, and I even enjoyed as as inconsequential and lame as it was. I actually enjoyed the B plot. I thought, you know, it it led to some kind of charming and kind of funny little interactions. It was lame, but you know, whatever. It it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because the A plot is pretty interesting. You know, all, all the all the flaws that you guys have and talking about ad nauseum aside, it, it's... Uh, Have it's, we reached nauseum? I don't know. I zoned out. I was on IO9 for the past five minutes or All so. Right. Um, well, I was too, so... <laughs> okay, good. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, it's... it's. Um, I, I think it's a good episode. I just want to say you're wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it it it's... It, pretty much holds up i think i mean it doesn't you know it, it's a little lackluster in terms of the overall plot of the show but on its own yeah i think it still holds up yeah and it doesn't quite pack the punch that it used to i mean i i definitely no. i definitely envy people who've never seen lost before seeing this episode for the first time because i think i think mm-hmm. it's really good in those in that circumstance yeah you know what is, 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 is the phrase <laughs> ignorance is enviable is that the phrase <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true. I think it's true. It's really true, because yeah, I can I can totally remember watching season one and being completely enthralled by by all this stuff. Yeah. And you know, I, if I can't feel it anymore, at least I remember what it was like. I I I, I would love to start like a, a technology company that 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 um that has a product that basically erases your TV memory. So, so you can yeah. rewatch TV shows as if you ever was the first time. Oh, I think man. that, I think, God. I think that makes a lot of money. Uh, yeah, I think I got my audience here. You guys are throwing money at me through the phone. Please. <laughs> Please. Tell us more. One of my friends is watching BSG right now and I'm so jealous. Yeah. They're in for a sad disappointment, but it'll it'll be fun until then. (laughs) I know, I know. That's, yeah, yeah. I guess a lot of shows can end that way, but... Yeah. Well... No show have I committed to quite as much floss, so I think... uh, And continue to commit to. I know. I'm still here. I'm still talking about this. Won't stop (laughs) committing. 
uh, yeah, I, you know, once we get through this whole commentary thing, maybe I'll be able to put it down. Like, Lost is, Lost is your ex-husband who keeps showing up to try to fuck you, and you let him in. You know how many times I tell him that? (laughs) He asks me to stop every time, but I won't. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. But you know what? I remember the good times. And I want to relive those good times. Yeah. Even though it's not really the same. I can close my eyes and pretend. Well. Yeah. Well. That analogy works. It really does. You're still going with it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll be, we'll be, ah, we'll be, we'll be back. <laughs> Yikes. What's going to happen? Okay. We'll be back uh, with the next episode, Do No Harm. Uh, and I'm going to guess that there's a little bit of harm done. I'm, well, yeah. I'm going to guess there's some Hippocratic Oath involved. Yeah, like let's that. hope so. Yeah, Jack Centric would be a safe bet if I didn't mm-hmm. know that already. <laughs> yeah, I hope we get to see Sarah. Oh God, is Sarah in that episode? I don't even remember. Ooh, when does Modern oh. Family come back on? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's the good Sarah. Yeah, that is the good Sarah. Yeah, the one who can actually act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Jenny. Thanks, thanks for yeah, guest thanks hosting. For, thanks for having me. Been all fun. right. Until next time. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck. <laughs>